Hey, it is me, the Fanny Pack Kid Cal Hero, three-time Rush Division champion, and you are listening to the one and only OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast at Ohio Valley Wrestling. I am Brian Hines. And I am Jack Oaks. Today we are getting into all the action from Ohio Valley Wrestling pre-show and Ohio Valley Wrestling Rise 1278, em- emanating live originally from historic Davis Arena on February 8th, 2024. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. Brian, how are you? I am... F- uh, yeah, I'm here. You? I'm doing well. Not only will we be talking about um, if we're still friends or not, but we'll be talking about all of <laughs> <laughs> what we will not be doing is spoiling Tough Love on this uh, podcast. Today. No, so spoilers if, are right out. So if you have not seen Tough Love yet, but you are listening to this, that's fine. Feel free to keep listening because we will not give you any information because we're saving that for the next episode, which focuses solely on Tough Love. And Tiny Brian, that'll go out, what, Wednesday? Yes, that should be out Wednesday, in the feed, Wednesday morning. Perfect. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday, uh, pay attention to this feed Wednesday morning. We will be back in it. And then, of course, on Thursday, we will be back in it with Miss Linda Kay? No. No. No? Uh, the Rider of the Stars. The, oh! Yeah, oh. We, we just star released the show. Will Austin. Mm-hmm. And next week, we are going to release our interview with Star Rider. It was great to have him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still have no idea what that uh, masked man looks like. Um, I and I'm totally fine with that. I, you know what? I you got do to you, s- man. I got you to see you. him. I, love I got it. to see him without the mask on. Oh, did Didn't you? want to see him without the mask on. Good looking guy. Good looking guy. Good deal. That's all I can say. That's all I can he say. He startled me. Um, <laughs> yeah, with his piercing blue eyes. Um, no, but not only will we be covering that tonight, uh, we'll be covering the rest of that Star Rider on Thursday in the feed. Yes. Um, the pay per view, uh, tough love in the feed as well this last week but at the end of tonight's episode as always on a monday night we will hear from the ovw fan zone oh thanks to will austin for him coming in for yes an thank as you well. will austin and thank you uh certified luke curtis for coming in and doing the episode with us last week that was a uh, an unexpected treat and very surreal but i am very thankful for the opportunity to be able to just you know Hang out and shoot the shit and watch Absolutely. the show and get the, get the insight from somebody who's actually, you know, there. There. Every week. Every uh, week. On, on the mat, behind the scenes, every week. I uh, hope to continue to bring you guys more content like that, like we did with Luke Curtis. Yes. Um, uh, in terms of last week's review show, hope to bring you, as always, more content the way that we have been doing with great interviews every Thursday in the feed. Uh, Will Austin was great in an interview, and Luke Curtis was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to have by. Uh, this past Monday in the feed. Hey guys, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, what are we drinking? What is it? That what is what a am good I supposed question. to call this legally? It is a. It's a mystery beverage. It, it is a mystery beverage. It's from. Um, so that's from. Yeah, it's from. Uh, what's his name again? Ch- Chad, Chad Watson. Chad, Chad, Chad Watson. with a T. No, no Chad, Chad with a D. Chad. Ch- Chad. Chad Watson. 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 Yes. W A D S O N. No, it's Watson, like Inspector Watson. Oh. Like Elementary, my dear Watson. D in the first name, T in the second name. Yes. Yes. And what's his uh, his, his Instagram? My Daily Bourbon, right? 
Yes, my daily bourbon. That is on my notes. Thank yeah. you, Chad, for my daily bourbon. This is what we're supposed for to call this daily pour bourbon. number one. We yes. are going to have Chad not only on this show, which we've had him in this feed before. You guys, as, as listeners, are fantastic not guy. By the way, I'm I'm glad that uh, Chad is here on premises and and works oh, with yeah. us day in and day out, providing uh, high quality beverages to uh, everybody who would like a wrestling to. fan in and of himself. Yes, as well, going back um, way back. So we will. He will be here on this feed. Sometimes we will be on his Instagram feed and his other social media's feed at My Daily Bourbon um, to talk about this very pour that we're having right now. So if you want to know, because we don't know what this is, no, we know it's good. No, this that's is, the only this thing is we like know about uh, it. my regular coffee being um, uh, secretly changed for Folgers Crystals. No, Taster's Choice. No, it was Folgers Crystals. Of course, it was, it was Folgers, Folgers Crystals. So yes, you guys. You will... dare question me about '80s pop trivia? So, I wasn't even alive no. yet. So he will reveal what exactly you're drinking uh, when you finish this bottle, and you guys can kind of talk about what it's like, and you'll talk about that Wait, with is it him. a race? Should I finish it right now? No, we should. Okay. It's not a race. No one's in a hurry. But go ahead and uh, have your toast, Wait, gentlemen. Toast. Oh. And Pinky's out. To OVW. OVW. Nostrovia. What, what you just said. And by bad Polish accent, I think that means to life. Hmm. To life. So what are your thoughts on the, on the, what's your palate tell you, Jackman? So I'm a little confused about this. I'm going to be honest. Um, I think it's probably like eight and a half years old, if I had to guess. Um, tastes like Kentucky, which is a good thing. Well, getting harder and harder to find good actual Kentucky bourbon out there these days, which sounds like, um, sounds like something you wouldn't expect, but is very much the truth of the matter. I'm going to go like eight and a half years old. I'm going to go like a hundred 110 proof at the max, and I'm gonna go uh, like super high, super high rye mild corn mash bill on this. That's what that is my guess. That is my guess. Very specific. That is way more specific than I am going to be because I am not nearly as well versed in. uh, bourbon tasting yet as as you are so and it's a, I, I honestly have no idea it's not what a I gift it's a curse is, but if I, I were to guess based on uh, the fact that I have uh, you know seen and packaged several of mm-hmm. uh, Chad's uh, products or the company that he works for companies uh, divine spirits right? yes Yes. No, he actually works for Rare Character Whiskey. He works yes. for Rare Character he, Whiskey. He works for them, but the, but he works here. But He's he comes our to brand. work here. Yeah, yeah. He basically makes sure that all of their bottles. Am that I mo- we do. Was is is was I more or less correct in assuming that that was Luke Curtis's mom who came out to save him a few weeks ago than oh. to assume that okay that Chad works for as editor spirits <laughs> as editor in chief of this podcast. Yeah, let's get this because I'm not going to let you get away with this. I'm not going to let you get away with this. <laughs> I do need to make a statement at this. Um, I suppose. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I really kind of need to get on camera, I guess, but I won't. No, please, no, uh, Malachi, you've got the board. No, please, Tiny Brian, please yeah. come around here. Please get on camera. Come on. All right, fine. Right. If, if, oh, yeah. We'll even make room for it. Yeah. I'm going to need a microphone. <laughs> well, you take that chair with you, and we'll put, this, uh, we'll put this chair right in the middle. That way there's no mistake that this was Brian's mistake and only Brian's mistake, and he's going to hear it. He's going to apologize. <laughs> Malachi, you got this, right? You got this, right? <sighs> this is fine radio. Okay. Right? The finest. No green. No green. No green. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to. All right. Please Hello, tell folks. Us the whole, the whole thing. Yes, my name is, uh, my name is Tiny. 
from the beginning when you fucked it up. My name is uh, Tiny Brian Woodard. I am the executive producer of this <laughs> podcast. Middle name, middle, name too? Uh, middle initial K? No, no, no. Fine. It's Tiny, Keith. It, it is, in fact, Keith. Thank you, Brian. All right, thank you. Thank All no, right. Thank you. No, thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> you may recall, if you're a regular listener and watcher of OBW, that several weeks ago there was a match in which certified Luke Curtis took on known baby Joe Mack. Uh, for who is going to be uh, who is going to uh, be the number thirty entrant in the Nightmare Rumble, and um, Jackman has now taken my seat back there. We can cut that out. Things are things are crazy. Al, you're oh, on my toe. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you put your foot there. I just really wanted to make so, sure that this was this sounded good and was completely in frame. Okay, well, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm glad good. to help. Um, so. Yes, the the match is proceeding, and then all of a sudden, the, um, certified Luke Curtis seems to get have to an the injury. point where you fucked it up. I, I'm getting there. I've got it. You told me to tell the whole story. <laughs> yeah, he, he's so, kind of got you there. Anyway, so and and Luke sells this injury for minutes Several, and minutes and minutes. We're all three there in the crowd watching, and. Um, the whole troop of OVW referees and officials and producers and everybody else comes out. And then this other woman who I'd never seen before heretofore also came out. And somehow I got it in my head and then put it in the notes for my hosts here to say mm-hmm. that this woman was certified with Curtis's mother. It turns out. Of course, that she was in fact not certified Luke Curtis's mother. She was simply one of the medical train, part of the medical staff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I had simply never noticed before. Um, and if you're a regular listener to the show, then then you would know that we have called her at Brian Tiny Brian Hines's. Uh, I'm sorry, no. Tiny, Brian, Tiny Brian Tiny Brian Woodard's uh, suggestion. We've called her Luke Curtis's mother several times. It, it, every time it comes up, and yeah. every single time it was not my fault and not Brian Hines's fault. It was it was, it was my was fault. your fault, right? And I we just take, want to get that out of the way. I will take the L for that, this whole. That thing. woman may be a mother. I don't know. I didn't probably. Her name, a, she seems wonderful, but she is definitely not certified. Is what no. we're saying. She's not c- certifiably Luke Curtis's mother. No, no, she's certifiably not Luke Curtis's mother. So we here no. at Blacklight Moon Productions and myself personally regret the error and apologize to as of yet unknown lady uh, on the medical staff who I mm-hmm. called Luke Physical Curtis's therapist. mother. We also apologize to... And she'll be on the feet on a Thursday soon. <laughs> That'll just be me and her and her berating me for 20 minutes. <laughs> Maybe her and Luke Curtis together, just tag team me. Uh, also, whoa, whoa, apologize whoa, whoa. to Luke Curtis. Uh, yes. Sorry, bro. Certified apology Certif- to Luke yes, Curtis. Yes, I, I would like to certify an apology to Luke Curtis. And finally, I want to cer- I want to apologize to Luke Curtis's actual mother, whoever she happens to be. Seems like a nice woman. Yes, seems, yes. seems like a yeah. Uh, I don't know her. Uh, obviously, I've never seen her. Although I thought I did once. So uh, <laughs> I'm having a, I'm having again. a great time uh, back here, Tiny Brian. Uh, can you um, can you tell us what the OVW news is this pa- this upcoming week, please? <laughs> uh, sure. Suddenly, I'm I'm, I'm hosting the show. <laughs> Welcome to the OVW podcast. I'm the unofficial being, podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I was not prepared to be on camera. 
So the news this week, uh, first of all, uh, wow, there's like a big green ring in the middle of my vision. Um, hey, there Now it is. you know how we feel. And by the way, I'm going to do the bluegrass home front ad, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to finish this segment. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. No, I'm loving it, just like old McDonald's ads. Hang on. Um, um, anyway. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, first of all, in the OVW news, uh, OVW is coming to the Capitol, to the Kentucky Capitol, on Friday, February 16th. To be on, and it will be honored by the Kentucky legislature as they are set up to name that day OVW Day in Kentucky. Uh, I'm actually planning to go. I'm out to, and I will take whoever's available with me. Mm-hmm. We will try to mm-hmm. record some sound and bring a report for you next week. Well, uh, I was previously all, unaware of that, so that's that's yeah. awesome. It's also my brother's birthday too. I uh, I know that because I listened to the KSR pre-show or to the K, to KSR. Uh, he mentioned it there, uh, Matt Jones. Uh, chairman of uh, Gladiator Sports Network. Gladiator Sports Network. Thank you. Well, uh, that is fantastic news Jack for Lane, the OVW. It really is. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm for very it. proud of. No, it. proud of you guys. Seriously, that's awesome. That's everybody awesome. is. Everybody in the front. Everybody on the roster. Everybody in the back. Luke Curtis's mom. It's it just proud of all of you. Kind yes. of seems like the the uh, the awards, the adulation, the recognition that OVW is this beautiful thing that is in the state of Kentucky will not go away. They keep getting added up, and this is just this is the latest and biggest one in 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 another kind of addition to just the people of the state of Kentucky realizing like, hey, we have a beautiful thing in OVW and right in our backyard. Yeah, it's a part of it's Kentucky legacy. It is, and it is beautiful. Um, second, uh, we all know Mick Foley has been spending some time having nice days at, uh, OVW low these past weeks. Um, he won't be back on OV, OVW TV for a while, but he does have a meet and greet, uh, that is going to be for, from five to seven, which is right before your OVW broadcast on Thursday mm-hmm. there at, ja- at, uh, Davis arena. Uh, tickets are available at OVWTix.com. And um, I feel like while we're talking about that, we should address the uh, scam warning from this weekend. So, yes. yes. So, yes. OVW, the actual Facebook page, the official Facebook page of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Unlike us, who are unlike unofficial. Unlike us, who are unofficial. And we ain't, we ain't joking about this. This is real life. No, yeah, this, this really real. happened. We're, we're my... And, and people were affected by this. I, I was not, but I almost was. because. Um, so what happened was they ran a Facebook contest. And in this contest, I, I, I'd have to go back and look at the post. It was but like a like this post. Yeah, one of those like and share, and tag share. two people. Not unlike stuff that we've tried to do on this podcast yes, for our Facebook. Yes, feed. it's a very common yeah, yeah. Uh, contest for Facebook. Um but some joker unknown people some some little d-bag out there i, I want to say evil genius but some these jabron. people are no, assholes some, some evil moron and yeah. it, it was just a horrible thing to do so somebody cloned uh the ovw website and or like the facebook page or, or the facebook page and responded to every single person who commented on that post informing them that they had won including Yours truly. Okay. Brian M. Hines, Esquire. Okay. So, me waking up first thing on Saturday morning, seeing. See, I don't like from this already. OVW that. Seeing OVW telling me that I won the contest, which I think it was like 50 bucks and. 
Yeah, it was like um, a gift certificate. Like and a couple tickets. of slices of Wix and some Danos or whatever. I don't know. I can't all remember. Great all, prize. oh, sure. all great prizes. All great prizes. Sure. All great prizes. It wasn't all, a hot point appliance, but it was pretty good. Yes. So when I clicked on the response to my comment, there were a couple of things that tif- tipped me off right away that this was uh, a scam. Uh, one, mm-hmm. the three little bars in the corner of the link, which usually are where you get your pull down menu and uh, options for like fan merch or yeah, tickets yeah. or whatever. Uh, it was blank. Like there was mm. nothing on there. And having visited OVW's website before, you know what to expect when you go to those three little bars on the corner. And there was, uh, I noticed that I didn't follow them. That was the the big it's thing. A big, that's the, the a big first one. It's a big one. I thought, okay, maybe their website's having some problems. But when uh, I went back and looked at their response, it said Ohio Valley Wrestling, and it said like give me the option to follow them, which I already follow the real Ohio Valley Wrestling, but I did not follow these dirty sons of bitches because because fuck them. Yeah, what he said. So there were people that were affected by this. Uh, because they asked for you to provide your credit card information, mm-hmm. you know, and Why oh, you would need to provide. Oh, oh well, we're not we're not going to charge you, but we're we're going to give for you like a, a, a sample or like a month trial for whatever, yeah. and we just need this just in case. But we won't charge you for a month, and you can cancel any time. That kind of thing. It's like a timeshare only, uh, sleazier. But um, so be on the lookout for things like that. Uh, the OVW posted something right about the time I posted something in the OVW uh, official fan zone. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving forward, be on the lookout for that. I know that uh, the people that we spoke to at OVW on Saturday at the show uh, had, had mentioned something about it. So just, you know, if you're going to be um, enjoying things online, just uh, be aware yes. and be responsible. Couple of things, if if I could. Sorry, uh, host uh, Tiny Brian. Um, but if I could, it's a, a couple of things. Like, the, in any time that anything cool and positive and great in the world happens, there's going to be assholes that come along and try to take advantage of it. That's what seems to be has happened here. Yes. Right. Yes. Having said that, you have to have a lot of goodwill in the world for people to want to try to capitalize on your goodwill. And good for OVW. <laughs> <laughs> on having people who said, you know what? It might be worth trying to scam OVW fans because they have enough of them. That it to, would be worth it. To be worth it. That, that and like, I, I really, really hate being, because that sounds so callous. It really does sound like such a hollow victory. But that's the truth of the matter. Is, well, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. A- absolutely, absolutely. And three, we just want to say here, sometimes, you know, as an OVW fan, you don't hear stuff from OVW. All we try to do is... A- accurately uh, relay information that we know to be true from Ohio Valley Wrestling out to our fans and their fans. And we just, we're just saying this to say, keep a lookout. Keep a lookout. Always be aware on the internet. And if you see something, say something. All right. So before we get into hour two of the podcast, uh, let me take one moment here. And, no, no, uh, no. I want to say Manchester Music Hall. Right? Yes. Yes, that's, that one, that's the first upcoming show. February, February 23rd. 23rd. That is 3rd. not this Friday. Sorry, this, this Friday is my after. first time producing back here. Get it right, man. <laughs> You've got your own radio show. Then, I expect uh, more from you. On that Sunday, they will be in Indianapolis, so they're going to do two shows mm-hmm. in a weekend. 
uh, that is at the Irving Theater. Beautiful, in beautiful venue. The Irving Theater is a beautiful venue in Indianapolis. How did I know you would have been there? I've been Just, a few places. He's been everywhere, man. And then, uh, then March second, they will be at Bowman Field as part of the. Uh, what's this thing called again, Jack? Producer the uh, tail, Tailspin Ale Fest. This is especially in the southeast. Um, kind of even in the Midwest, this is one of the premier craft beer festivals in the nation. If you're an OVW fan, go because you can see OVW and drink great beer there. If you're a great beer fan, go drink great beer and then see OVW. It's it's like Tailspin is the greatest beer event, especially for beer events in our area. Go go to Tailspin. no, No matter which one you're a fan of, wrestling or craft beer or somewhere in the middle. And uh, finally, OVW is back. And also, Tailspin sponsor us. Oh, yeah, Tailspin. Please. Anyone who would like to sponsor us, please sponsor us. But finally, OVW is back at Davis Arena, not only for their regular Thursday shows, but on March 16th, OVW presents March Mayhem live on pay-per-view. Uh, we already have our tickets both for this and the Manchester Music Hall show, so you can find us there, but you can find all the stars of the OVW. Get your tickets to all of these great events and more at ovwtix.com. Now, I'm going to go hide behind the camera again where I'm comfortable, but uh, before that, we will, let's just say that the boys will get to all the action from OVW 1278 right after this. All right, Brian, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this uh, ad here. Yes. And then me and him are going to trade spots, so just you keep it going until we get the spots traded, all right? Okay. This is my last act of live producing. Oh, I see. And then when you're done with this, yes. you just want yes. me to uh, yes. come up with some Randall. Yeah, Randall just, keep just, just keep it going. Like, like just I keep it going. Just, okay. Uh, I, yeah, I can. Just uh, You know me. I can talk for days. Jerk it, but don't break it, baby. Shake it like you mean it. Uh, but don't shake it more than twice. T- tiny tiny oh, Brian. Hold, please. No, no, I need you for this one. Go ahead and do your T- ad. Tiny oh. Brian, um, can I ask you about Bluegrass Homefront? Uh, sure. What do you uh, want to know about Bluegrass Homefront? Uh, what, what is Bluegrass Homefront? It's a great podcast um, produced by Black Rock Moon Productions with um, all kinds of great stories about Kentucky, right? That is what it is. It also includes great Kentucky music by Kentucky artists or mm-hmm. artists who are living in Kentucky. What's one of your favorite stories? And let's try not to make it the one about the illegal dairy, but it's okay if it's the one about the illegal dairy. I still want to hear about the illegal cheese. Which one, cheese. Which one is your favorite story that you've told at Bluegrass Homefront? I really liked, we had a, uh, a band in studio uh, called the Jeff Ritchie Experiment. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Berea... Um, Asian studies professor Jeff Ritchie, also a pretty famous musician in that part of the world. His band at the time, I don't think this band is still together, but they actually all came to the studio and played live in the mm-hmm. studio. And uh, it was a great time. And as long as we're on the subject of Bluegrass Homefront, Jackman, yes, yes. Uh, it's, it's worth noting that OVW personality, um, the, voice of the, the voice of the valley... Eric Cornish actually liked the uh, Bluegrass Homefront today. Hey, shout out to Eric Cornish. He's a good guy. He's Eric a good Cornish guy. is a good guy. He's a really good guy. A couple I of like that guy. A couple of things here before I let you good go, guy. Brian. Um, who who's the host of this show? It's you and, and executive producer, senior producer of this podcast, Victor, right? Victor Correct. Anderson. Yes, Victor and I, lifelong friends, lifelong Kentucky, uh, na- you know, Kentucky natives. Uh, we and uh, we love some music and we love weird stories and off we go. And you've also recently added another person who is associated with this podcast to the Bluegrass Homefront team. Yes. That is Mr. Brian Hines' music producer, right? Yes, new for season much. three. 
He so, will be helping us with the music. And season three, we can look forward as grateful fans, as dedicated fans, Bluegrass Homefront. We can find Bluegrass Homefront on all of our what? Podcasting platforms. Very what? Soon? So, oh, the new season? Yes, we'll, we'll say soon. The existing seasons and the new season very soon. Yes. Uh, be sure to find Bluegrass Homefront wherever you find your podcasts. And if you're a fan of illicit cheese, I've been told... You can't have too much of it because it'll hurt your tummy. But until then, uh, keep snacking until you, until, you st- until you feel queasy. And here are the boys right back with the Ohio Valley Wrestling Podcast. I fear no cheese, illicit or otherwise. Bring it. It's one of my favorite foods. Anyway, so 1278 from Ohio Valley Wrestling at Davis Arena. Let's get straight to it, shall we? Wait, it's been it's a little different on the other side of the camera. What are we at? We're at the pre-shows? We're, We're at, the at the pre-show. The pre-matches? The pre- yes. Uh, bout number one. Uh, when it comes to a match like this, I like to refer to this as like the sampler. Like you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and you're looking at appetizers and you think you might want this, but you might want this. And you're not really sure. And you kind of like to try something before you really you know, like get a taste for it because you don't want to like go all in on an appetizer and then it not be what you hoped it would be. Sure. So I, I like to refer to this as a get sampler. sampler. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, on one side of the ring, you have Ragnar the Ruthless, mm-hmm. ZDP, Keep, you, my favorite ta- demon zombie. Talking about samplers. Samplers. <laughs> two, two guys I never expected to see together. And then who's the third guy same, here? Same here. Uh, that would be Bad Country Andrew Williams. You're rounding out the, uh, the, the three stooges here. Yes. Right? <laughs> Ultimately. And on the other side, it, it makes a bit more sense. Definitely. Because it's uh, our new best friend, Maximo Suave. My new personal person. Best friend, Maximal Suave. Hoda Pesos. Uh, uh, hotter than hot face right now. And Orion, which if you remember back uh, not too long ago when Orion returned to OVW, uh, he laid into uh, Hoda Pesos, Manny mm-hmm. Domingo, mm-hmm. rather harshly. So it was kind of strange to see all them on the same team. We're not surprised about the Maximo and, and no, Manny. No, we are, are not because uh, they are they are great together. They you know do a lot of moves in stereo where it's both guys hitting the same move on their opponent at the same time when they're tagging in and out of the ring. Phenomenal as far as that goes. It was just a little odd to see them with somebody who is equally as talented, uh, but they have had a major beef with in the last... Mm-hmm. I don't remember how long well, ago. It was a month not, or two. In this situation, he's not a human thumb, but he definitely is an odd thumb out. With uh, yes, <laughs> an odd thumb out. Orion, um, Orion, of course, in the team of Maximo Suave and Hoda Pesos. Yes, and uh, it was it was a, a, a solid warm up match. Uh, there wasn't anybody that uh, uh, didn't look good out there. I mean, ZDP was just as intense mm-hmm. and ferocious as he ever is. Uh, mm-hmm. One of these days, he's going to he's going to get that Eric Cornish guy. I kind of wanted to ask about ZDP specifically. Oh, little this pairing, a little different than what, what we are yeah. used to from ZDP. Yes, we kind of questioned um, after what both of us kind of theorized to be the dissolution of the Fallen after Reverend Ronnie Roberts left, the Dark Rev left. What would be next for them as a team, or whether they would be a team at all? And there was a couple of us. There were some of us, and I think rightfully so. 
who said, let's add another person. Let's add another three person. Let's make them another three person unit. I think what we saw tonight, though, is we saw a different side of ZDP. I, I, I don't think we need him to be a default. I, don't th- I, think, I think we might be done with spooky ZDP. I mean, I th- all, all things change. Change is inevitable. All good things come to an end. I hope that is not the case because the more I've watched since we've been doing this mm-hmm. podcast, which as of last week was six months. That was our six-month anniversary. I don't know if anybody realized that. Did anybody buy anything? An anniversary present? No. What's, what's no, the six? Fine. What is the six month? It's not blue. I I believe. I think it's, it's just. Uh, is it thoughts. Bar- is it borrowed? It's just good thoughts. Just, uh, yeah, good good job. No, it's it's given. <laughs> it's okay. a, it's actually it's not borrowed. It's just found on the ground. That's the yeah, six yeah, month anniversary. Whatever whatever you find on the ground, yeah. is the the present that you give. To, just debris. Yes. But I mean, what a crazy six months it has been. But like, let's use that as a signpost. You go back to the fallen of six months ago. Never would have seen any of those guys with anybody else. No. Here we are asking questions about them, and you see week after week after week of breakout performance of some ZDP, and then you see them finally stuck in a different team than what you're used to seeing them around, around different people than who you're used to seeing them around on the other side of the ring as well. I just kind of think it's time. I kind of think it's time. To quote something that um, Mr. Certified Luke Curtis said in this feed last week, I think I – think I think we would be silly. I think we would be disserviced not to see more from ZDP, let alone the performer himself, right? Yes. Uh, up next, we had Carter Kaufman in her singles debut versus Ari Alexander. I've been begging for an Ari Alexander win for a long time. I finally got one this week. You did. And uh, it was a, uh, a pretty resounding one, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Carter Kaufman... Uh, her first singles debut, I'm, I'm assuming last week was her first her match. Yep. It was a tag match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackman, have we seen her before? You're the one. You're the long-standing OVW watcher. I hate when you put me in a position like that because then when I'm wrong, you know, it's hard for some of us to be. Don't wrong. put Jackman you, in you a corner. Do it, you do it so well, Brian. I'm you're, wrong so you're, often. You're so, so well, so you're so wrong so often that you do it so well. But no, uh, to be honest, no, I think she's pretty much a newcomer. Um, at least for our intents and purposes, she that, is that a was newcomer. The impression that I got because uh, I, I felt instinctively like last week was her first match because I felt like she was a, a, like a little, you know, maybe a little nervous, mm-hmm. uh, first time out on TV jitters, that kind of thing. But uh, that wasn't the case here. It was a much smoother match for her. So congratulations! Uh, it, it, one of the things I love best about wrestling is is seeing people like this. Uh, on their Absolutely, their first man. time, and then seeing them grow as an individual Absolutely. and as a, a a member of the OVW roster, and I, um, it it wasn't uh, her night, uh, unfortunately, and Ari Alexander came up with the win. Congratulations mm-hmm. to you, but uh, also congratulations to you, Carter Kaufman, on having a a great match, and we look forward to seeing uh, a lot from you in the future. Well, and I, just to kind of round this out here. This is just another example of how Ari Alexander can do anything she's asked to do, and she can do it super, super well. And, like, sometimes when you're on the OVW roster, specifically what OVW does and how OVW builds talent and the mission statement of OVW and what they want to do, it's hard to be a wrestler as good as Ari Alexander Alexander is. It really is, because I think that she is – I think she's really, really, really the bee's knees. Um, 
and that's not to take away from anybody else or anybody she wrestles against. It's just like it's hard to be as good as Ari Alexander in a promotion like OVW. And I think that sometimes that's unfortunate for her. I really do. Um, speaking of other people who I've been wondering, why can't they buy a win? Big Beef takes home, takes home the win over the poster boy Jason Hendricks this past week. Yeah. Uh, once that match was announced, it seemed pretty obvious that, that Beef was going to uh, hand – uh, him, Jason Hendricks, his lunch. Well, I don't know if I've said this before, though, but like uh, over the past few weeks, Big Beef and Big Zoe, who we know usually as the very, very dominant the former champions, the Destroyers, why are we not, if we're not doing tag team bouts with them, why don't you just let me f- watch them fucking fight each other? Like, don't, don't you want to watch them fight each other more than you want to watch them either uh... lose or win? Yeah, I mean, if if that's how you're going, at least put like a story in there as to why they are not a tag team. Of course, and well, I mean, it's OVW. They, we don't do nothing in OVW unless you're in a Will Austin angle. We don't do nothing in OVW that's not worth your time. So there will be something that... Uh, yeah, I'm sure there will. Breaks and them and apart, who am I to if say that's anything the way they about anything? But man, that's, how, that's what I would want to see. Yeah. That's, like, to be honest, I don't want to see them come back every five weeks and be a tag team. I want to see them kind of fight each other. That's like that seems like it'd be awesome. Well, I mean, they're they're uh, both big. They're both pretty beefy. Um, Athletic is all hell. Yeah, and so why not? I mean, I think I, I'm reminded of something, you know, because I'm very smart and I know everything uh, that I said a few weeks ago. I said when you just have stars, you can just put them in matches with each other, and like we've known these two guys as a tag team for most of their existence over the last like year or so in, in OVW. But there's no reason that they're not stars enough on their own to do one week of dissension and two months of, of angle. Cause I'd love to watch it. I think a lot of people in OVW would love to watch it as well. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. Tell me about uh, the first match here of our one of the official OVW Rise television program from this past week between Riley Matthews and Sophia Rose. The first match at the top of the 7 o'clock hour pits Riley Matthews with uh, Sophia Rose. Mm-hmm. Sophia Rose, who had been uh, tag-teaming with Lady Bird. What's, uh, what's her... What's Yeah, I was going to say, Lady Bird... Yes. Is that uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's wife's name right and, and also and also the, the dog from dog. the from yeah yes. where he he does the dog dancing with her in that one episode yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. one That's of the right. all-time great characters who never says anything in a television so show ladybird hill yeah. yeah yeah uh interesting to see though that they were kind of broken up this week because i thought that and luke curtis touched on this this last week too um a lot of momentum with ladybird and yeah. sophia rose yeah um, she I was, I was to surprised c- to see them like kind of split up so early. Yeah, me too. Me too. Not that they split up. Not that they hate each other or anything. No, but no, no. Yeah. We we just didn't see them. The come package out in the same. of the package of them too. I was surprised not to see. Yeah. Um, and definitely also, you know, I talk about Ariel Alexander is someone that I hold in really high regard. Um, she's been around for a while, and she takes losses and gets wins when she needs to. I can't really say that same thing about Riley Matthews losing to Sophia Rose in this position and not only to say that and this isn't me talking poorly about Sophia Rose but I think if we're looking at two of the pure up-and-comers in the women's division in OVW right now 
there's nothing that Sophia Rose has that Riley Matthews doesn't have and that Riley Matthews doesn't do better. So, like, from a pure, like, wins and losses standpoint, I guess as a fan, I have a little bit of um, trouble with this one. How do you feel? Um, I honestly, I think I would like to see more from both. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Sophia Rose as much. We haven't had the chance to. You're very right about that. And a, a lot of that, for, for me personally, is because I've seen Riley Matthews at uh, Spot Monkey shows. Right, right. In, in Southern Ohio um, the last couple years, anyway. So I, if, I think so. I don't know. I've seen a lot of wrestling these days, and uh, it all kinds of run, kind of runs together. But I'm pretty sure I had seen her at a Spot Monkey show or two. You um, definitely mentioned her. I mean, I remember that when she started coming on the scene at OVW, you said, oh, I know her from Spot Monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I have definitely seen her a lot more. I know that uh, she's very able. Uh, she, uh Promising young talent, and uh, she's real. I mean, young. I mean, like I think she just turned like twenty-one. I, I want to say I, there's that no, uh, there's on, no way that it, she's any older than that. No, I I just saw on Facebook that she had a, a birthday like right before Christmas. So if we didn't say uh, anything already, happy unofficial birthday to you. Very unofficial. And uh, as a matter of fact, we have a couple more that we need to uh, uh, shout out to because it was also uh, Big Beef's birthday on Thursday, Gnarls Garvin. So, oh, really? On uh, the day of the show? Yes. Celebrated his uh, birthday with a win. And um, uh, big unofficial birthday to OVW official Daniel Spencer. Oh, yeah. That which guy. they didn't let us in on until the very, very end, and they uh, put some videos up on the wall. But uh, a very unofficial birthday to all of you. And, like, we like to make fun. But Daniel Spencer learned how to ref. Next batch. Next batch. Sophia Rose. Sophia Rose. Sophia Rose takes some of the victory over Riley Matthews. Um, your boy is here in the next sketch. He actually. is. Uh, your boy. Carson Drake. He uh, is in a, uh, they cut to a sketch with Carson Drake, and he is trying to talk his way out of the mess that he got himself into last week with Which the was, Von Rockettes. He, he tried to make a, I would usually say a menage a trois, but it was like a menage a deux and a half, really. Um, yeah, he wanted to keep both of them uh, secret from one another. Pacified, I yeah, would say. Yeah, but that, that was just... Not the smartest thing for for him because he he got caught. Um, so he's trying to convince them that um, this it was all of, a misunderstanding and and they should you know give him a second chance. This version of Carson Drake is a little bit of um, a doofus. Little bit, yeah. But um, as we said, we both have a huge man crush on him. We don't understand how he can't get the Von Rockets. Like, I mean. T- t- me and you would kill to look like that guy, right? I don't know, man. Like you said last week, he's got the most punchable face in OVW now. <laughs> uh, yeah, now that Orion wears the mask, it's the, Carson the Drake. the blindfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it really, it's when I can't see Orion's eyes, I don't want to punch him as much. But Carson Drake, I pretty much want to punch all the time. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that's... That's what happened with that. We'll we'll hear more about uh, Carson Drake and uh, what he's got going on uh, 
sooner than later in this episode. Um, uh, I did an impression of you, Tiny Brian, earlier. Can you do an impression of me really quick? Because I need you to say the next name of these uh, this tag team. The one with TW3 and Donovan Cecil. Um, it's a... Um, no, I me- said me, not Al Snow. <clears throat> Sorry. It's a... It's a member of the disco. Okay, perfect. Now, Brian, uh, I mean, Malachi, you cut that in. So we had... Mammoth of the Disco. Versus the team of Roberts and Espinoza. They're more normally known as Dysfunction. Um, people know uh, that I love the team of TW3 and Donovan Cecil, but I refuse to call them... Mammoth of the Disco. What Christ, you- man, stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> You're producing a show for crying out loud. <laughs> You're over there scrolling recipes and shit on the other side of the ring light. Is this true that they're not going to use that anymore? That is, yes. That is going to be the name of their finisher. Oh, God. That's but, even fucking worse. <laughs> so what was it they said that they... They referred to them. It's not going to get any it's better. A spo- it's a spoiler for. Oh, uh, okay. For, for, okay. Yeah. All right. You're announced right. at the pay per view. So they they did so keep keep yeah, your eyes open. And we don't know anything about what happened at the pay per view. They you can find our reaction the to the pay per view uh, in this very feed within the next couple of days. Yeah. We haven't watched it yet. In but fact, it hasn't happened yet. I I have. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to change the name. I have one of my own. Oh, please. Oh, that yeah. I, I, love I, I love think it when you is, talk dirty to me, Brian. That I, I think is like right along oh, yeah. uh, where where things. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it could be a good direction to go into. Nice and but, slow, uh, please. Yeah, nice oh, and slow. Okay, man, you're creeping me out. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> For real. Uh, all right, all right. I no, think seriously, they, come on, let's go. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and stick it in if you're going to stick it in. I think that they should go with uh, uh, Disco Stampede. Mm, nope. <laughs> really? Absolutely. No, fuck no. No no disco, no nothing. You don't even know what that's about, so uh, zip it. Tell me what it's about. I'm going to shit on it It's a quick. play off of the Dixie Stampede in Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg area. And yeah. if you're um, from Kentucky or Ohio... Uh, Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg is like the Redneck Riviera. Everybody's been there. A lot of people go like once a year or every six months or something like that. But that is a, a, a thing that you can go do if you are down there and you want to see dinner with a horse. Uh, it is it is entertaining. The, you can, the, you, you when can eat when I chi- got taken to dinner with a horse growing up, it was way different than you, that. You can eat fried chicken with your hands while uh, this horse does tricks and, and shit. It's pretty uh, okay. It's pretty okay. But uh, that's something that you I'm could from do a, if I'm you from a uh, one stoplight town. My uh, my dad knocked up my mom when he was 19. Uh, when we go to a horse show, it was way different than that. It was a much different uh, thing altogether. And when we went to uh, Gatlinburg, we stopped at the rest stop 25 minutes outside of town and got a Snickers bar and then hitchhiked back. So that was that was. What that's what we did. Is that is that enough? Am I okay in saying now that I'm my life was horrible enough to not like the name Mammoth at the Disco? Tell me, okay, I'm, no, let's like, like, no, not. Let's, wait, let's stop. Wait, let's stop I with don't the bullshit. Even know what's, what we're talking what's about. The, what's their real name? What's their real name that they're gonna go by now? You don't want to know. You're not no, gonna like it anymore. Do I really not? Tell me at the end. Tell me at the end of the show. <laughs> Look, tell me. At the wait, end. wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Okay, wait. Hold on. Time out. Come, come here and tell me because I want to make sure I get it right. 
Because I'm pretty sure we're I know the what it is. Like telephone game. Or, or just text it. No, it's, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. It's taste or choice. Hello. Malachi, I'm sorry. I knew you had stuff to do tonight. Oh, my okay. fucking God. You didn't even hear it. No, I heard enough of it. Okay, tell me so I can react. Oh, my fucking God. I didn't even say it. Jesus, okay. Mary and Joseph. All right, all right what is it? <laughs> That's really fucking bad. It's horrible. I don't to be spe- to be clear, we do love you, TW3, and, and we love you, Donovan Cecil. Both of you guys. Yeah, and keep you know, workshopping the names. You know what? I liked Mahabali Shira and Cashflow until I had to call them Golden Chops every fucking week. Wait, that was one week. Yeah, and then I had to call them Lion Chops, and it wasn't any better. Golden Chops and the Three Bears. And guess what? I only had to call them Mammoth at the Disco for a week too, and now I have to call them what, Brian? <sighs> oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better name. Um, all right. They win. They take the victory over dysfunction. Dysfunction can't win. That's what that, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. The, 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 thus, it's in the name, man. Dysfunction. Dysfunction. You just can't get it together. They cannot win. They Shortly cannot win. after the match, the celebration uh, turned a bit more serious when Beaches and Cream... I know what you're mm-hmm. thinking out there, Keith. Yeah, shout keep out it to clean Keith. out there, kid. Actually, let's name let's let Keith name all the tag teams from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keith is he's got a little bit more of his finger on the pulse of what a good tag team name is. Some, I, I saw somebody on uh, Facebook uh, uh, make a post about the show on Saturday and specifically mentioned Keith and referred to him as the mayor of. The OVW fan base, he and really I thought is. that was fantastic. So, uh, Mayor Keith, uh, if if you would like to throw your hat in the ring and come up with some some names for stuff, uh, have at it because uh, you're knocking it out of the park. I think the very first night I met you, uh, I, I about spit my drink because of the the names that you had for people that were in the ring. It was so, uh, actually the team that yes, it was it was the it formation. Was well, it was the reformation. Yes. Of the team that we're it, if it wasn't for beaches and cream, maybe I wouldn't know Keith as well as I do. You know, um, in the uh, so uh, thank you, guys. like the college football, college basketball games, and the NFL football games when they mic up the coaches. <laughs> I think that I think there's real, real content to be made of just Keith mic'd up the oh whole day. God. I literally let's just go to the Keith cab. Snarfed my drink. Bitches, <laughs> bitches and cream, bitches and queens. <laughs> What's up, guys? That would be it. Would oh be great. God. It would be great. I love I love Kennison and I love uh, Mr. Dancing, but it sh- it's the Keith Show. It should be the Keith Show. <laughs> Alvest, we like Alvest here, right? It's AJ Vest. We have something about. We like him though, right? Sure. We like we we like to try to do a show every once in a while, other than when it's what February twelfth of twenty twenty four. Um, AJ Vest versus Ryan Von Rocket, uh, Crystal and Katie, of course, join him, uh, this week. We've saw a lot over the last few weeks of maybe some hints that that team would not be sticking around for very much longer, but it seems like that triumvirate, Ryan Von Rocket and the Von Rockets will be sticking around with each other. Am I, uh, correct with assuming that you think? Uh, it would appear as such, uh, being that they were once again accompanying Ryan Von Rocket to ringside, which, uh, did not sit well with one Carson Drake who had brought gifts. The goober, Carson Drake. Um, uh, 
trying to win back their affection, namely chocolates and flowers, which I don't remember seeing. Oh, but there was a bottle of fine champagne. He he did have in order to try to uh, win win the uh, Von Rockettes back. Let me tell you this too, Carson Drake. If there's one thing that women love, it's that when you don't know anything about them more than what you've seen on film and television to try to impress them. Chocolates, flowers, fine champagne. These things often don't work. How about you? Uh, how about you try, buddy? How about you just try every once in a while, Carson Drake? It's not about it's not about the nice things. Sometimes it's just about the effort. And I'm sure Crystal and or Katie would have told you that if they wanted to pay you any amount of time. Yeah, they pretty well let you have it right off the bat. But uh, hey, a hole for effort, right? So good job. Um, he is unable to get the affection of the Von Rockettes. This but, match uh, ends in a no decision because the, he, of yes. course, shows up halfway between the uh, fight. And smashes the champagne bottle right in the back of the head of Ryan Von Rocket. I would have been there to see it, but I was stuck in the concession line trying to get that ever-popular uh, slice of Wicks pepperoni pizza. Would you go Meanwhile, on the front row by, behind the, in front of the cameras, I literally got wet. That sounds like Not going to ask problem. how. Nope. Um, From the fine champagne bottle. Moving right along. The exception, Dalton McKenzie. Show me, show me your shirt, Mr. Hines. Does anyone know where wait, our wait, rails wait, wait, went? Wait. We had rails. We seem to have lost but them. Before uh, I threw them right in the fucking trash whenever I decided to play producer tonight. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess all all bets are off. Before no. before we move on, no, to, no, no. Show me tell, to the to the next match. I've I've got a bit of a show and tell for you. Please do, like, like Please I do. do. Uh, well, in this case, uh, there are a couple things you might notice. The picture of Henry Winkler. Uh, who, Arthur Fonzarelli. Arthur Fonzarelli, uh, and uh, it, I got hit. I got that last year. He uh, wrote, "Brian, good to meet you." Not great, mind you. Just okay. It's like Br- yeah. Brian, good to m- meet you. And then, hey. So anyway, that that is the first thing. But the second thing would be a. Uh, I, I could save this for later, but I will go ahead and save it now since we are talking about the OVW guitarist wrestler. Uh, sometimes you can't stop The Rock, and I certainly wouldn't want to, but uh, I hope he can still keep rocking without his pick. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. And if you look closely, hold it all the way up to make sure that people can see it. Uh, that is the pick from this Saturday's pay-per-view, Tough Love. So yeah, spoiler. If, if that is the only guitar pick that you have and you lost it at Tough Love, tough shit. I have a feeling that this isn't the only one he had because I feel like these are definitely custom order 100 at a time because it has his. Now his, that we're actually. Uh, <laughs> yes, it, it definitely is. It's got his logo yeah. from his album. He has, has it tattooed. Which he plays it on his we, guitar. We should. I, I will have to bring my turntable and we should give that a listen. Oh, yeah. Because I would very much like that. But uh, I am disappointed in a sense. <laughs> So much so that that's the, exactly how he lost it. Yeah, that is exactly how he <laughs> lost it. This guitar pick, it's not glittery, man. It's not. That's you're, you're glittery. You're glittery. Everybody who wrestles after you is <laughs> even glittery, even when they get home. Glittery. 
Glitterific. Not glitterific. If this was like uh, we were putting this in like um, the hands of some sort of guy who, who told you whether or not things were real or, or not, you know, you, you, you buy a lot of vintage uh, memorabilia, you know. Uh, I may have picked up a thing or two from I think, time to time. I think that that would probably be the reason that this guy said this is not real. Not enough glitter. <laughs> There's no way Ryan Von Rocket ever yep. handled this once in his life. There's clearly not enough glitter on it. No. Um, it is not. Like we said, that match ends in a no decision with uh, your boy, Ryan Von Rocket, AJ Vest, and uh, Carson Drake. The exception, Dalton McKenzie. I think we had tried to move on, which is why we, I want you to... We had tried. I, want and you I, to, I, I will stand up and, and make... Uh, 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 Show us the goods. To... Hey, I just want to say, head, hey, Ed Payer, we're really good at this. <laughs> Thanks. We're, we're, we're really excellent at making a very professional. We're very professional. Here. Thank you, Ed Payer. Look, Brian's wearing a T-shirt. It's well, Brian. Please tell us about this T-shirt. It is not just any T-shirt. As I said before, for those of you listening on podcast, it appears to be the hair and sunglasses of. Dalton McKenzie. Of a, of a very the Theo Vaughn-looking motherfucker who's named Dalton McKenzie. Uh, this shirt is exceptional. Hey, Ed Because Payer. it is the exception Dalton McKenzie's very first shirt. And he took on... You picked this up before his OVW days. Before you even oh, really yeah. had seen OVW, right? Yeah. Yeah. This was at uh, one of the Spot Monkey shows from last year. I want to say it may have been the Rumble on the River in Manchester, which is... Again, coming up in the near future, I'll have to check my dates, but uh, I can post them somewhere in the comments or in the fan zone. At some point, if you are local and feel so inclined to go, it is always a great time. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, they've got one in February, March, and I believe April. It's it's about spot monkey season, so you're going to see something about once a month. We need to get we need to reach out to those guys. Oh, I can message him. Reach out. Now that I'm a producer around here, we need to reach out to those guys. Oh, and, and we will. I, I can uh, I can send him a message here in a little bit. Who yeah. did Dalton McKenzie wrestle this week? He wrestled certified Luke Curtis. And I, I have to say, uh, I'm a little biased because uh, Dalton is a friend of mine. Um, and uh, I, I have to say that this match was uh, certifi- certifiably exceptional. Yeah, yeah. So um, there you go. I thought, you know, D- Dalton looked good last week, but he was a little cocky doing push-ups yes, yes. when he could have got the pin. Uh, certified Luke Curtis is not going to go for any of that crap. No push-ups. Too on, smart. Uh, too certified. Too, too, too smart, too aware, too, yeah. too good, too certified at this yes. whole pro wrestling thing to deal with bullshit like that. Even this past week when we had him on, he talked about how much he – didn't think uh, X, Y, and Z wrestler should be gloating around the ring. And this is not a man who doesn't gloat. No. But he clearly, as we were able to when we had him by, he clearly is watching every single competitor in the OVW locker room. And he's waiting on the day that he stands across the ring from them. Because he knows yeah. to be around OVW for a long time, to be a part of OVW the way he wants to be a part of, he's going to end up having to wrestle every single person in the back room. And you can hear some of his insights on his other competitors in the feed from last week. Um, it's because of that expertise that Luke Curtis was able to pick up the victory over the exception Dalton McKenzie this last week. What happened after the match? Uh... After the match, uh, there was a promo. 
uh, was it um, it was on it video was, it was on the video yeah, wait it was, was it time for another episode of ec3's thursday night raw there, there was a there was a promo about oh, okay. history and, and traitors and mumbling. And it wasn't very exciting at all, was it? Let me guess. Was it mixed a little too low? Uh, yeah. You, you couldn't hear anything at the show. And you can barely even hear on the broadcast. When I went home and watched the broadcast on uh, YouTube, as I do every week, uh, guess what? Spoiler alert, you still can't hear that. Speak up for crying out loud it might be really really beneficial for your, us to be able to hear what you're saying less money on male tanner less money on on spray on tanner more money on a microphone microphones are cheaper than they ever have been trust us we host a podcast we're not good at talking listen to this show that's a pay that's a, a, a proof uh, proof that we cannot talk we have decent microphones ec3 Seems like uh, has never been to a Best Buy once in his life. However, <laughs> not to mention he was using the weirdest filter. I was gonna say, did find the uh, nighttime filter he this sure past did. week on his his uh, little mail in promo that he does. Oh, well, he's he's just a double champion. It's not a big deal. He doesn't have to show up to the promo. It's not a big deal. It's yeah, I just deal. figure somebody who has NW, NWA champion money can get like a podcast mic. Well, no, he has NWA championship money, which is why all of his promos look like and sound like a... Smashing Pumpkins video? Oh, my oh. God. There it is. The world is the worst promotion. Tyrus is our champion. He was, then he lost to EC3, who sucks more. And Brian Hans, won't you please... Tell me about the next match. Before we get to the next match, they uh, there is a Golden Lions versus Overman Tough Love contract. No, I said go up. Tell me with, about the next match, please. With okay. I mean, it ended in a melee. Did that, did it, that work? It, did it, that work? No. <laughs> it did end in a melee, and there's no way I'm just going to like gloss past no, this for crying fine. out that's loud. Fine. I don't know who dressed it's, it's Joe Mac, sh- mm. but they did. It must have been Orion. It was who, who dressed Joe Mac because uh, whoever was was blind. I mean, uh, a sleeveless button-down shirt. It was like every like all the you know what's left of the Amazon returns like a week and a half after Christmas. Here's here's the issue when you look like Joe Mac and you're as pretty as Joe Mac is. You don't have to know how to dress. It looks well, like because he certainly doesn't. Yeah, it looks like your blind aunt dressed you for Sunday school every time you go out. Yep. But it's when you look that good, you don't have to be well dressed. Adam Revolver, human thumb, looks like shit. But <laughs> dressed himself accordingly. Joe Mac. Yeah, um, he no. tried to dress himself in the mirror, Joe but Mac the, there looked was so like... much. There was so much uh, reflection back from his pale bald body that he couldn't exactly see what was in the mirror, which is why he always wears two neutrals at the same time. Joe Mac looked like what a three-year-old would look like when they say, I'm going to pick out my own clothes today, Mommy. So, there. It's like, yeah, you're you, wearing... You sure are. <laughs> yeah. And all these clothes you hated got what they were coming to them because 
the Golden Lions ripped them off. Ripped of that the- shit right off. Yeah, the, yeah. Down oh, the tidy whities Yeah, you can dress yourself all summer, and then we just throw all the clothes you chose thought to, that looked good in the trash can. That burn we know them. Not to yeah, burn them. We know to burn this pile of clothes so that when the school year rolls around, we don't send you to school in what you think looks good. <laughs> As someone as someone who bought a lot of their own clothes back from my local Goodwill, I totally understand. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta teach your kids that what they think looks good doesn't actually look good. Teach your children well. Teach your children about Fashion the main event and hygiene of hour two now and wearing socks. Uh, we're just at the main event of hour one. Jesus, is, no, no, no. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. 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 Hour, hour one, one main, main event. event. Mm. Main event. Uh, mm. Shotgun mm. Tony Gunn mm. versus uh, Mob Boss Wife, real one. <laughs> you mean uh, Ronald McDonald's asshole son? Ronald McDonald's asshole son, yes. Uh, you know that this isn't going to be an actual match because that's... It's just not. Enzo's going to come not out, yet. not yet. Talk a bunch of smack, not yet. Uh, get laid the f out, and then it was, it was on. It was off to the races. You know, just one big um, snaz, just yeah. everywhere. What he said. People coming out of the back to separate them. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Well, I mean, how are we supposed to know that it's a main event at OVW if um, the entire back of the locker room doesn't clear out? If I don't see Jebediah Blackhawk in that tight-fitting suit he has, then I don't know that it's a uh, into an OVW main event, right? He uh, he was just named as a, an agent. Also, he looks great in that. He looks great in that suit. He I'm does. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not take, I'm not taking away from him. It, it was it was great to talk to him on. Uh, on Saturday at the pay per view, and I hope That's that we get the chance. Would, we yeah, we, we are we, in di- we are in discussions as we speak. So we look forward to hearing from him in the uh, in the future sooner than later. Uh, certainly looking forward to hearing all of the stories. He's been uh, super gracious every time we've talked to him off mic, but uh, we can't wait to have you on. Not a really big surprise here that when we see Tony Gunn and Real One booked in the main event here that we're not getting a proper match, right? No, it, it was pretty obvious to me that that's what was going to happen. And this was just a marker to, to move the story forward going exactly. into the pay-per-view. Let me ask you and this. Which they Do you even want to see a proper match? Really? Right now? Uh, it, like, like, uh, on, on like this in Thursday the middle night. of this episode? Yeah. yeah. No. No, I'm because. Because I could, I'll watch these guys till fucking August at this point. <laughs> like, this, this was what this storyline needed mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Gunn was champion. He's not champion now, thanks to Enzo. Enzo comes out, talks a bunch of smack, which is what he's best at. Building heat for Tough Love on Saturday, well, two days from now. And these guys... Or from then. These guys look at it. didn't need to have a belt in between the two of them for this match. The belt was much like some of the best, a lot of the best OVW stories. The belt was present, but the belt is no longer here. Right. And do you care? No, actually you probably want to see it more, right? The only belt in this story, I believe was on uh, Enzo's uh, leopard print robe. Um, And it was not tied. (laughs) 
<laughs> at all. No. I will give credit to Enzo, man. Like, we come in here week in and week out and bust on his haircut and his clothes, and it's probably for the best that somebody does that because clearly his mother or girlfriend or whoever is not doing it for him. But, man, it looks good. I like it. I like it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from him as far as that goes. I mean, they, he and uh, uh, Big Cass mm-hmm. were on and, you know, playing in the big boy sandbox. Yeah. And now they they had been released. Uh, had both kind of fallen on some hard times. Yeah. Individually. Uh, weren't friends for a, a long time because they had a falling out. Right, right. And if I remember right, they have reconciled, but they're they just you know don't hang out as much because, uh, uh, what is his name now? It's Big Bill, Big Bill. Morrison or Morrissey. It used to be, uh, it used to be W Morrissey. I think his name is William Morrissey. This is his birth name. Um, it used to be W Morrissey, and then it was Bill Morrissey, and now it's just Big Bill. Okay. Um, really, so he was in the Smiths, though, right? Uh, <laughs> No, because I kind of like I kind of like Big Bill. <laughs> I didn't like Big Cass. I was okay on W. Morrissey. I kind of like Big Bill. I don't like the Smiths at all. Uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. Johnny Marr is a great guitar player. Huh? Whatever you huh? like. Huh? How Mar- soon is now? Huh? Uh, Johnny Marr is Johnny Marr is one of the best guitar players of all time. Morrissey's one of the uh, greatest in, in wrestling sense. One of the greatest uh, success stories of recent years. Um, in the lead singer sense, one of the worst lead singers of all time. That just depends who you ask. Um, tell me about the bout one of our number two here, please. So, if I remember Seriously, right, the the Smiths conversation. Uh, that's the this episode's already a mess. That's the next two hours of this episode. If we want to talk yeah, about Smiths, we'll, yeah, we'll, pass. Yeah, Moving we'll, right we'll, along. Let's not. Yeah. So, th- if I remember correctly, in the last six months, this is the first time we've seen Big Zoe uh, on the mic. Oh, on not within singles competition. This we've seen him over the last. If he few has, weeks. it's been but very on the f- mic in general. Yes, yeah, yeah very, absolutely. very few and far between. Uh, but uh, can I ask you right there before we get into the actual? Because I think that both of these two things play into each other. Okay. Do you think that the consistent separation of the destroyers, coupled with Big Zoe on a mic, coupled with the outcome of the match we're about to talk about. What do you think that that means for the future of the Destroyers? Because uh, let's go ahead and say it. Everybody's favorite shiny new toy at the Davis Arena, the Iron Demon Shane Mercer, loses to Big Zoe here. Yes. Not something as, anybody As, as a rematch from last week. Last yeah. week for me was kind of hard to watch, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. That part at the very, very end where he's trying to stick the moonsault and battery yeah. off the off the ropes and is having such a hard time doing it because Big Zoe nearly fell off of the apron twice. I can't help but And looked think... really shaky. I thought, oh my yeah, God, yeah. he's really been hurt, and he's having a hard time getting up to the top rope. I was afraid for the safety of both men. I can't but help they but... were obviously fine, decided to do it again this week. Uh Zoe came out and gave uh respect to uh uh Shane Mercer. And they and... started last week's match with a sign of respect as well. Yes, yes. And so they continued. He demanded a rematch. Uh Iron Demon, Shane Mercer, uh accepted the challenge and uh came he's out a good in, guy yeah he came out on the losing yeah. end this time so as of thursday 
As of this episode, OVW Rise 1278 from Historic Davis Arena, mm-hmm. they were even. Okay. One apiece. With that being said. Okay. I like where you're going. I'm keep not giving talking. away any spoilers. Keep, t- keep talking. They do take it into the pay-per-view. Ah, oh, shit, man. Oh, we know on. that they had a match at the pay-per-view. Come they on. They don't know that. Yes, they do. How and do they, you know? They don't know that we know. Well, oh, well. We, I don't know that they We're know. not going to give the outcome, but We're not on. going to give the outcome, but, as, but the match the third the match, fine. The third sitting, and deciding match. As we're sitting from where we're at right was now. Was at Tough Love, and I'm not going to tell you uh, who won. But two out of three ain't bad, according to Meatloaf. So one person has won two out of three matches, and the other person has not. Or did they? Because now that I think about it, I, I'm kind of uncertain. I guess you'll find no, out. I no, don't, I don't think so. I guess you'll I find out know. tomorrow, Brian, we'll in see. this very feed. I, I will find out tomorrow in this very feed when I tell myself what happened to the pay-per-view. No, okay, so for me, sitting where we're at right now, not knowing there's a pay-per-view that happened, because I don't know there's a pay-per-view that happened, and I'm sitting here recording this night of the show. Um, the I can't help but think that with the first match that there was a little bit of a... A need to have this match again because like you said it wasn't what it could have been not what it should have been no i wonder if that match was prettier if we are going to see if we would have seen this match two times in a row having said that i'm really glad we did and now that i know that maybe just maybe that there was a match at the pay-per-view a third one potentially i'm very glad to have seen that again really want to see that again i really i said this before said it again tonight when you have stars, you don't have to worry about six weeks worth of program to make me want to watch the match. Shane Mercer and Big Zoe fit the fucking definition of that 11 times out of 10. Eight days Like a, a loaded baked potato like glove. Like a loaded baked potato glove. As you said, though, Big Zoe took home the victory over Shane Mercer. Surprised, surprised. Not only that this match was booked twice in a row, but that Shane Mercer got a loss. That was his first loss in OVW. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I don't know nothing. I, don't, I really don't know nothing. I wouldn't have done it to Shane Mercer this early. Just wouldn't have. Everybody loved him too much. He's too pretty. He's too cool. That's it. I just, I just wouldn't have done it this early. That's all. That's all. Well, I'm sure it's going to serve its purpose, and perhaps we'll see at the pay per view tough love. So over the last few weeks, especially with the kind of revamped Ohio Valley Wrestling YouTube page and social media page, they'll cut a match out of the middle of OVW Rise and they'll post it either immediately that night or very quickly the next morning. This was the match, this following match, that they chose to do that with this week. Oh, really? And I've, I've kind of liked to keep an eye on that. All right. Because it kind of lets me know what OVW thinks what they're doing next, yes. Yeah. And I've thought about that, too. I, I pay special attention to uh, the Wix Pizza Rewind, mm-hmm. the Gorilla Bob's uh, something or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The Gorilla Bob's Grub Shack Attack of the Week. Yeah. And uh, the what's the other one? There's another one now. Oh, um, it's the Hot Points Appliance Metal Move Big Dick. It's like the, the I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see it soon enough. Anyway. But as far as the <clears throat> matches that happen that they kind of cut quickly and post to YouTube, this next match with the future Will Austin, Mr. Spectacular Jesse Goddard's, um, 
the future will Austin is someone that we know without saying too much is someone that the backstage at OVW is a big fan of. Yes. And it's very, 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 very easy to see why. Yeah, if, is if, put if, in the position if you get is. a chance to talk to him, and and you'll see why. Because yeah. he's he's a great guy. And if you want to get a chance to listen to him, an interview with him is in this feed right now. Yes. Um, but it, it's it, it's in the past now, but it's with the future. The interview is in the past of this feed with the future with Austin. I guess, though, having said everything that we just said, having said that we have a great interview with him in this podcast feed, something that he touched about on his interview, something we've touched about on episodes like this in the past, is what the fuck are they doing with Will Austin? You can't book him against Spectacular right now and have Spectacular lose. You can't. No. It's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Spectacular doesn't lose like that to begin with. What are they doing with Will Austin? That's that's honestly I don't even want to talk about the outcome of this match because we know if it's a spectacular match, spectacular is most likely going to win, especially with him where he's at right now, going yeah. up and in, in and up against EC3 and in and up against the Overman and teaming with Luke Curtis and et cetera, et cetera. But what is going on with Will Austin? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. M- mishandling. I don't know either. Toughest moment of the night. That's it. Um. Luke Curtis appears after the match to ask why Pectacular saved him last week. We know not only because of what we've seen on OVW television, but some things we're privy to backstage, that sometimes Luke Curtis and Mr. Pectacular don't always get along. Um, but we know this past week, Mr. Pectacular says that the enemy of an enemy is my friend. That's a point that we touched on in this feed with Luke Curtis last week. Solid thinking. And they are interrupted by the masked men. In a video, that's how you know the masked men are associated with EC3s because they showed up in a video, and they challenged him to a match at Tough Love. <laughs> Do we know who? We still don't know. We still don't really have any good guesses mm. on who the masked men are. Some at of us, this point, right? Some now, of us at this point, right now. Some of us might not, but some of us might, and I will leave it at that. Okay. I think that's all you can really say. Tell me about the next sketch here, please. So after the video by the masked assassins, Layla Gray appears to defend Tiffany Eves after her suspension for running Haley J off the road. Uh, references uh, the wrestler series, which uh, features Hollywood Haley J going uh, up and down I-64 while driving a car, while on the phone, while wow, rolling so and smoking marijuana. And she leads us to believe that Holly's wreck is her own undoing, which it could possibly well be. But within seconds, we Sounds see like, that... Sounds uh, like some pillow talk. To Hollywood you Haley J is fine. She is backstage, uh, sees that the cameras are on, and angrily rushes out of the room to stop the cameraman from filming, where we see that uh, Freya and Hema are also in the room. After Haley leaves, Dream Girl Ellie grabs the door, shuts Uh-oh. it, and locks them in. So Haley is on her way to the ring to uh, beat the tar out of Layla Gray. As she does. But 
as uh, Admiral Akbar would say, it is a trap. Because once she gets to the ring, uh, Dream Girl Ellie follows her out. Uh, unbeknownst to Haley, her friends are locked up and are unable to help her. And it is a two-on-one situation. I thought that this was really brilliant. I think that, but it, they do all five women do end up getting into a giant brawl, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the running theme for the past three shows or so. We've we've said that it felt more like, like what, like a just a, a common street uh, fight with some uh, matches, wrestling matches thrown in, or just almost, like a. a, a I don't know. I almost always think of it of those episodes of Scooby Doo when the the music sequence starts, and the you're running from hallway to hallway, door to door, and the fights kind of happening throughout the entire scene of of what you've experienced okay. as as the show yeah. is, to this point. Um, and it's fun and it's great and it it advances the story, but it can be a little week in and week out, it could be a little confusing, right, to keep up with this. Because eventually we need a period to the end of the sentence. We need an exclamation point or a question mark. Right now, I think we're getting commas. One thing I'd like to say about that, though, too, is that um, while I do think that week in and week out, the stuff in the women's division, especially here, we clearly have, like, the very top of the women's division. It's been great. It's been really, really great. Having said that, do you ever think that sometimes there's a little bit of a deficit of talent at the top of, and I think you could say this at the, for the men's division as well, but sometimes, especially on this podcast where we forever said, let's get a tag title, let's get a secondary title, let's do this, let's do that. I can't help but think that the issue with the deficit of talent at the top of the women's division especially with this angle, grows more and more evident week in and week out. Do you ever feel that way? That there's just a deficit of ta- ha- high-end talent in the women's have, division? No, no, no. That we no, have... Wait, wait, what do you... So back up and say it again. That there's... That that right here in this this angle, it's really the only angle that we're seeing on TV, and it's our six most talented women. It's our six biggest stars. They're all in the same angle together. And one of them, by the way, has only been here for a month. Yeah, I, I think that there are. I think that there's more people to be able to tell these stories with. And I think yes. that I think that sometimes it can be. It just feels a little congested. And it's not that I haven't liked this, or it's not that I don't think it's good. But you have six people, the six highest stars in the division, all together in one story, as opposed to having them in four different stories. Well. Yeah, I mean, there are several other stories you could go with that. Tons of different directions. Uh, a multiverse, if you will. But uh, that's just kind of where we are for now. And I, I suspect that we'll we'll see some uh, spinoffs. And I can, I'm can, i sure there is a, a turn that you don't see coming. I, there almost always is a, <laughs> you're very right to call me out on that, B, um... <sighs> It's not a. It's this is a perceived problem. My question is not is this the right thing to do. My question is what do we do next? And I'm sure I'm sure I'll be told as I always, almost always am, told and more than happy with the results of what I'm being told. Let's let's uh, let's round it out here. Yeah. OVW main event hour. Top of the night. Superior Tony Evans. Hush. 
is still trying to get, he's still trying to earn the A from OVW talent, talent evaluator, uh, hardcore champion, hardcore wrestling legend, lit. Mick Foley. Let's, let's rewind this back. He started with what? He got given a F. Yes, then at got, the Nightmare Rumble. Then he got given... He got an A for hiding, though. He got so an A for hiding there, that, and F that. for wrestling. Yes. Then he wrestling. got given a C. Yes, C is for Cookie, and C is also for Superior Tony Evans. Then he got given a D. So he, no he went up. He went back. Now he's still struggling for that A. So he, he went up, and then he went back, and then he went up. And then and, he got the And D. now we're doing the cha-cha. This week he faces Rush Division champion Cal Hero. Cal Hero is joined by Mick Foley, the one, the only. Yes. Uh, Superior Tony Evans, uh, as always, accompanied is by... Is joined by the some, the other, Jay De Niro. Jay De Niro, yes. Uh, which was a fantastic way, in my opinion, to to end this this story or at mm-hmm. least this episode mm-hmm. uh it was a solid match on uh on both ends uh two, superior tony evans looked looked great two guys that always are does. gonna be they just play so well off of each other they do like um the most despicable guy in the whole thing basically and like tony evans is evil but he's not too evil so like oh he's he does in my well, in my opinion, he's the best on the mic in the whole OVW locker room. I would Hush. love to disagree with you, but I can't really think of anybody who would be better. No, so, I, I, he he's it. And I trust me, he's your guy. I, I'd come on here and disagree with you about everything. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a podcast. But no, it is Tony Evans. Yeah, it is Tony Evans. So they put on a great match. It was roughly about a half hour long. So it wasn't like a squash match. It was an no. actual, no. you know, back and forth match. Another, the storytelling was great. Another edition of like, hey, let's leave the opening, like, or not the opening, I'm sorry, the main event of the night to have enough breathing room. Yes. we have the talent to tell a good 25-minute long story. Which, which they did. I mean, in addition to the match being, you know, just a one-off as it as itself, it was a great match to watch, but the culmination of this story, at least for now, mm-hmm. uh, is also uh, just as rewarding. So, um, at the end of the match, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Spencer, the official official of OVW, yeah, gets knocked out. Oh God! Dur- during this match, Poor yeah, guy. he 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 gets bumped. And is out of commission. Mm-hmm. You know what happens when the ref is out of commission or is injured or is not looking. First, it takes way too long for the second ref to get out there. Well, yes, obviously. That's usually what happens. But while we're waiting the five or ten minutes for the second ref to come out, <laughs> Jay De Niro, with the loaded baked potato glove, attempts... The Nintendo Power Glove. To... Uh, yeah. <laughs> attempts to... Uh, uh, make an advantage for Superior Tony Evans after being waved off the past several weeks. I was going to ask, Ref what, is what out. have we seen the last few weeks? Coast here? is clear. Superior Tony Evans has has told him no. He has, you know, like he does. The insurance policy wants to make sure that things go the way they're supposed to, uh, whether it's uh, overhandedly or underhandedly. And a majority of the time. 
Tony Evans has no problem with Jay DeNiro's uh, yes, thought process here. But now that Mick Foley is, is in the, the picture. And they're closer uh, than they ever have been for a match, right? Yeah. Right? This yeah. is important. Um, Jay DeNiro goes to break out the loaded baked potato glove, but ordinarily, uh, Cal Hero would not have anybody in his corner. But thankfully for him, this week he did. And who does that mean that Mick Foley brought to fight fire with fire? Um, I usually don't wear socks, and but I am wearing t- high tops today, so it's going to be really hard for me to get these off in a uh, m- quick and efficient time-wise, especially with all the That's okay, time we've wasted tonight. Yeah. But he brought a um, one Mr. Soku. Mm-hmm. And got the... Uh, Got Mr. Mr. Sacco, Mandible Claw, Jada Nero. That's the first time I've seen somebody pull something out of their pants and put it in somebody else's mouth since Ronnie Roberts left a couple Shout weeks out. ago. Shout out to Ronnie Roberts. Also, so now we know Reverend. we know a couple of things. At least in the world of OVW, Mr. Sacco is more powerful than the big potato glove. Than a locomotive. So any anytime we need to take care of Jada Nero in the future, get your gym socks, buddy. Yeah. We can take care of Jade Nero real quick. That, that's all it takes. Um, I thought that this was really beautiful. I've I've I been did a, too. I've been a really big fan of all of this. Um, when it when you have Mick Foley, it helps. Um, not that not that Jade Nero isn't a great part of this. Not that Tony Evans isn't a great part of this. Not that Daniel Spencer wasn't great. Not that Cal Hero wasn't great. Cal Hero Cal Hero's the best at this kind of like unabashed baby face thing. Um, maybe one of the best in the world doing it, to be honest, but definitely the best in OVW doing it. Um, I thought this was thought this was brilliant. Um, I kind of wanted for this to end with Tony Evans getting his pat on the back from Mick Foley. I kind of think it's better the way if if this ended the way the way it ended tonight. I think this is better. I think this is better yeah. than than give me what I wanted. Cal Hero getting the A. Tony Evans not. Yeah. And I this this is only the beginning of the next year, two years, five years, ten years of Tony Evans. It all really does start with this McFoley thing. Yeah, it really this has been pitch perfect. Long story short, Tony Evans does not come out on top, which means that Cow Hero is the Rush Division champion and the Country Boy Brewing heavyweight champion as well. Kentucky oh, heavyweight champion. Did I not say that? You did not. Well, officially. I say the Kentucky heavyweight champion. We don't do anything officially around here. No. Unaf- mm-hmm. Hey, shut it. Uh, producer, I mean, special guest host, Tiny Brian, will you take us away here at the end of the day, please? Oh, wow. Okay. This is weird. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I got notes. I got notes. Hang I on. I would hope so. You're the producer. You printed them. <clears throat> I did, in fact, print them. I, in fact, also wrote them. The OVW Podcast, the 10th Carney Award-nominated unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, is produced by Black Light Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW Podcast broadcast team is Jackman Oates and Brian Hines. Our studio engineer and editor is Malachi P.S. Woodard. Yes. Executive producer is myself, Tiny Brian K. Woodard. Senior producer for The Blimp is Victor Anderson. After watching Wrestlers on Netflix... Visit ovwpodcast.com slash podcasters to find all episodes of our unofficial Wrestlers After Show. Be sure to subscribe where you get your podcast, rate us five stars, and give us a review. 
And you can follow at OVW Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, and all the way to the Davis, Davis Arena. Arena. Ah. Have a great night, folks. Love Have you a nice, guys. Have a nice day.